Hey everyone, welcome to Locked On Lakers for Friday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky, Austin Reeves had a bounce back game against the Clippers. Is he him again? It's next. You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everyone for making Lockdown Lakers first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, no matter how or where you get your podcasts. It's always free. It is never going to be behind a paywall. And Lockdown Lakers on YouTube is where uh, about 21,500 subscribers, that's a crypto.com arena's worth of uh, subscribers, uh, go to hang out, to talk to us, to talk to each other, to see the show. And let me tell you, Andy, that place was hopping hopping on Thursday following the big uh, overtime win. Uh, shorthanded Lakers team beats the Clippers 130 to 125. Um, so much that we you know we had for Thursday's show um, coming off of that game. But um, one of the things we didn't get to Andy uh, was Austin Reeves. Um, which I want to I want to talk about. I want to talk about LeBron. Uh, first, want to let people know that uh, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. You go to PrizePicks.com, locked on NBA, and use the code. It's all lowercase, locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Um, it was a tale of two halves, to say the least, for Reeves. And I actually thought his first half, and this is saying something was the worst half he's played this year. And he's been bad for many halves this year. Yeah, yeah. to put that in perspective, his first half, two points on one of five shooting. He missed both threes that he tried. He had five assists, but that was against five turnovers. And I looked up, uh, just because I got curious, because Reeves was just turning the ball over constantly, heading into last night's game. Reeves's career high for turnovers in a game was five. Mm -hmm. So he matched that in the first half of this game. And he he was playing so badly that the only reason that I was confident Darvin wasn't going to sit him or severely reduce his minutes was simply the Lakers were down so many players and, and guards in particular. You know, they're down Torian Prince. They're down Gabe Vincent. They don't have Jared Vanderbilt, who defensively, if nothing else, can operate as a guard. This is a night where even Jalen Hood Shafino mm -hmm. being unavailable just takes away one more option. And Max Christie was already playing in this game. But were it not for necessity, this felt like a game where Darvin might just say, and you know, I know we've seen a lot of people hitting us up on this either at Cam Brothers on Twitter or in the comments section of the YouTube channel. Reeves just needs to get a couple games off mm -hmm. and just collect himself. Like he just, for whatever reason, the pressure of a new contract, tired legs after. I was saying his legs look dead to me in the first half right. yesterday. His legs look really dead. Right. Dead legs from the extended playoff run, then Team USA trying to do too much, feeling out of sorts with a new role, you know, not quite knowing all of his new teammates, combination of all of it something different, whatever. Like, he needs a little bit of time away from the game. Sad until, that his thing with Taylor Swift 
kind of went well, down, you know? Yeah. Look, it didn't actually happen, but maybe <laughs> it's really been dawning on him that this didn't happen. It could have. It could have happened. Well, I mean, he's he's some big star. He's supposed to be some big star, and, you know, it's not the I said, story. call me Lemon Daddy. Yeah, it's. I mean, maybe he wanted to have a chance for Taylor to call him Lemon Daddy. Uh-huh, that's what I'm you saying. That's what we're saying. Uh-huh. But, you know, sexual. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this... This had been really, and honestly, a lot of the third quarter, Reeves, until the end of it, Reeves was not playing great in the third quarter either until about halfway through that, he started to come alive with a sequence where he was running a curl off a screen, got some separation, hit a long two. I believe it was the next possession. Mm -hmm. He absolutely crossed norm powell over like literally put him on his ankle breaker it was an ankle breaker yeah and a couple dribbles pulled up got the lakers within four then he was slipping while dribbling fell on his ass and managed to still set up christian wood (laughs) he fell on his lemon daddy (laughs) yeah he did (laughs) he the lemon booty he went from looking like a guy experiencing lemon booty to becoming the lemon daddy mm-hmm. set up Christian Wood for this catch and shoot three as part of a 15 to four run. And then in the fourth quarter, it started continuing getting better. Just the second half, no turnovers felt like something brewing for Austin Reeves. Then the fourth quarter, seven points, two or three from the field hit all three of his free throws, a rebound assist and a steal. I saw a funny, uh, Funny Twitter post game update, I believe from Jacob Rude, who covers the team for Silver Screen and Roll, also the host of Locked On Hoosiers. Reeves was asked post game what the Lakers learned about themselves after being down 19 and coming back. Reeves, we were down 19. Reporter in the first half, Reeves, I was probably the reason for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it yeah. Wasn't not the reason. <laughs> I mean, not single handedly, but I mean, I'll give him credit for 12 of those. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just here's the thing about it. It's funny. Like the Lakers, I I, I heard um on the broadcast, they mentioned that to, you know, the Lakers had 13 turnovers in the first half. And um that's too many, by the way. But they 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 you know they limited the Clippers, the damage and stuff. You know, I think the Clippers only had you know a handful of points off those turnovers. But you know, I think sometimes people get they get so wrapped up in like, oh, points off turnovers. I said it didn't hurt you, whatever. But it's 13 possessions where you don't shoot. It's 13 possessions where you have to turn around and play defense off balance. You know, it's like you can't you can't make up a you know, when you, and then you fall down, you fall behind. You can't make up a deficit when you don't have the ball. And so you can't you build know, momentum. No. And, you know, practically and literally, it just doesn't work. And so, you know, Reeves, like watching the game, Andy, to me, it felt like there was this just sort of moment where I'm not saying he's back. I mean, is he him again? I I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see what he does Saturday in Orlando, um, you know, and all. But sometimes with 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 athletes, you just need a little bit of success. And okay, I feel like myself again. And you can go out and play. He's got to play two or three good games in a row before I say, okay, whatever it was, he's past it. But there was a different energy 
coming through the television with Reeves after those two jumpers went down. Um, you know, even the shots that he would miss for the rest of the game looked better. They felt better coming out of his hand. He had a three point in the first half that was woefully an air ball. I mean, it was nothing but net except the, the outside of it, not the inside. And it just, everything was short. Everything was ugly. And it was, it, the, the, the energy completely did a 180 in the second half. So that's the part that makes me think, okay, he, something clicked mentally where he just felt better about himself. Yeah. You mentioned the Lakers playing Saturday against the magic. Um, that's at 4 PM Pacific time, this game and the Lakers, it's their first game this season against a repeat opponent early milking of 2009 finals nostalgia. You can mm -hmm. catch every basket of the Lakers hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the on the SXM app. Just search Lakers. So you get that uh, hometown broadcast. As far as Reeves, like his energy changing, it, it would obviously be overstating it to say Reeves playing better was the reason that the Lakers won this game because far too much was happening. And, you know, Reeves played better, but he didn't play that much better. I seem to remember LeBron and AD also contributing to the victory along with yeah, Christian, Wood, Christian, Cam Reddish, Christian Wood, Cam Reddish. There were a lot of guys in this game who contributed in big ways. But what I did notice, though, is it wasn't just Reeves's energy changing. The team's energy changed some. Like you could mm -hmm. see guys on the bench, guys on the court getting visibly amped over Reeves having this success. I think in part because... He's well-liked on that team, and I'm sure everybody is really aware of the struggles that he's been having and want to see him snap out of it just for his own sake. But also, too, they need him yes. to play well. We've talked about this hold, before. Hold that thought for a second. I actually okay. want to talk about this in the context of their record and, and where they're going um, and, and what one game can do for sort of the, the way you look at a team. Um the Lakers at three and two after this win feel and look, I think, a little different uh, than they did a, a few days ago. So I want to explore that next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by Prize Picks, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. And instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six players, their stats, projections, and you can watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is the most fun you can have winning up to 25 times your money during football season. There's an enormous selection of players and stats to choose from. Prize picks offers weekly promotions with big payouts like Taco Tuesday. You can channel your inner LeBron, enjoy some tacos as prize picks, discounts, select player projections up to 25% on Tuesdays to give you even more value. And with the prize picks reboot policy, your entries. Stay and play even if one of your players gets injured. For NFL games and college football top 25 matchups, if you have a player who exits in the first half, doesn't return in the second half, that player gets rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA. Use that code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Again, prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. We talked on, what was it, Monday's show, Tuesday's show, about sort of the vibes. You know, a lot of um, a lot of comments in the, the YouTube channel about just broadly just like disappointing. Not that the team is garbage, not that they're trash, not that it's over. Just the, the, that the start was underwhelming. 
Um, and it was, and it has been. It's been um, choppy. When you, it, it's amazing, especially early when all you have are kind of small sample sizes and, and there are always sort of contextual factors at play and what a win like this does because you go from, oh, it's, it, it, it hasn't looked good. The preseason was kind of a mirage. They got boat raced by the Clippers who won, beat them for the 12th time in a row. Uh, guys are hurt and it's just like they're, 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 there's a real threat now of them being in that if not two and 10 boat, something where you're chasing the record for the rest of the year. You win that game. You come back under very difficult circumstances with a short bench and you know a, a weird-looking uh, mishmash of players who were available to you. And now all of a sudden, the mood is they're three and two. They're going out on the road. Jared Vanderbilt hasn't played. Rui Hachimura has been hurt. And Austin Reeves has been God awful, but may have been turning it around. Games, yeah, and he's hit one three pointer this season. Yes, and it's like it's it is incredible what the result of one game and the pivoting of one game can mean. And then, practically speaking, as choppy as it's been, the the Lakers have sort of a sneaky early advantage on both the Suns and the Clippers that could come in handy. Um, Five games of work, it's not so bad. Well, they also too. As much as you know, what we've seen has not always been pretty. And you know, I, I said when we talked about this before, just if you want to say it's disappointing, I don't think it's in any way been discouraging, and that's really good. And if nothing else, it's worth remembering: the Lakers have had five games; they're all against playoff caliber teams. Like the Orlando Magic could very well end up in the Eastern Conference playoffs. I think, I think they're a good team. We know that the Clippers and the Suns and Denver, like these are really, really good teams. So the Lakers have had nothing handed to them over these opening five. And, you know, that that's something that you have to keep all of that in perspective and that context, you know, doesn't mean the standards get lowered because if you're looking to win a championship yourself, standards always really high. Yep. But taking this back to Austin Reeves, I know when we talked about this, you obviously can't put it all on one player because that's not how this works. But there had been no player that you could singularly look at and say, this guy is the most responsible for things not looking the way you expected them to than Reeves. Like if you were going to try to distill it down to something that specific, there's nobody else but Austin Reeves. Because in terms of what you expect from him, versus what you've gotten and the importance of getting what you need, nobody had been leaving you needing more than Reeves. And like you could just see the difference in like part of the third quarter and then the fourth quarter and then overtime, the difference in how the team looks when Reeves is playing well or just mm-hmm. playing well enough versus right. when he's been frankly they, they've lost the ball in his hands a lot. He yeah. he is responsible for a lot of stuff out there. And, you know, they need him to be that, you know, if not him, like someone other than the other guy <laughs> like that, you know, they need to be someone, um, you know, because they, they don't want LeBron to have to, to orchestrate every possession. And then, you know, on Wednesday, they were out of point guards, as you mentioned before, 
but he's he's an incredibly important member of the of the rotation. They, you know, again, LeBron and AD put him in that picture on media day. Like, come in here and be one of the big three here. Um, and they've got D'Angelo Russell, who has played extremely well. He's I think through five really. He's been yeah. really good. I, and it's not, you know, the, the points were there on Wednesday um, and they haven't always been the shot was there and the efficiency and all that. But even in the games where he hasn't shot the ball well, I think he has played well. Yep. Um, but you, you the, the re, they, they cannot get anywhere close to their ceiling with Reeves playing the way that he was. And I, I, I felt there was a couple moments like where he went into the lane to get points and okay, if I get fouled, fine. But I'm not going anticipating the the calls. And you know, I, I think the the lack of whistles were 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 a problem for him. I felt tentative or whatever. But suddenly, all the energy that seemed sapped from his legs was back. There was a confidence again in what he was doing, and you know, crashing the glass and and you know, being active and elevating for rebound you know challenges and stuff like that. Um, this is the guy they need going forward. He's got to be this good for the Lakers to um, to thrive because, because you know LeBron has been, I think, very good so far this season. They know that he's been great in fourth quarters, um, but you know, you, fourth quarter LeBron needs a little bit of help from first through three quarters. Austin Reeves uh, and Anthony Davis and everyone else. Yeah, it's he's needed to be better. He is too. He's too important a part of this team to be, at times, unplayable. I mean, there have been stretches over these five games where Austin Reeves, the only reason he's been on the court is they just haven't had better alternatives or D'Angelo Russell needs to rest at some point. AD needs to rest at some point. LeBron needs to rest at some point. Oh, it'd be interesting. Your point about like if other guys weren't hurt, would Darvin have sat him in the second half is not crazy. And... Um, maybe one of those kind of happy accident moments where you look back on it and say, geez, you know, thank God all those guys were out because Austin had to play. Well, I mean, you could, you know, we'll see how things move forward, but the fact that Gabe Vincent wasn't available and that Torian Prince wasn't available and that Jared Vanderbilt hasn't been available at all this season, it thrust Cam Reddish into a much larger role than even Darvin who said before the game he's wanted to get an extended look at Reddish. He would not have played 37, 37 minutes, minutes is under normal extended. circumstances, yeah. and he acquitted himself really well defensively. And I think he brought some things that obviously the staff like to see, but frankly, I think it's great for Reddish to see these things because even if Reddish <laughs> believes he's capable of it, and clearly he does, it's always, it's always helpful for these guys to actually – get the tangible evidence of no question it. and you know the defense reddish played against Kawhi and against paul george obviously he did not shut down either one of them they combined for i think 73 points but reddish played good defense on he them. made them work and, and they were and he disrupted stuff yes, too. and there were critical possessions where the effort paid off right i think that the key is translating He's not going to play if 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 there are too many more games where Reddish plays thirty seven minutes again. People are hurt. They are um, you know traded. There you know things are probably the Lakers are facing some uh, adversity. I'll put it that way. Um, how do you translate that consistency and that um, effort and all that stuff to 
14 minutes to the game you play nine minutes and then you come back 18 minutes or four minutes or maybe you get a DNP and still carry it through to the 11 minutes you get in the game following. I think that's what's tricky. The 37 minutes makes it easy for a guy like Reddish to actually get into a flow. I think you're less concerned about, okay, if I make five good plays in a row and I screw up two, I'm not going to be pulled out of the game because there's no one to replace me with. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like that makes a big difference for athletes. So, the, you know, the, to have that kind of comfort. So can he then, Wood has done a good job of this to this point because he's not played 38 minutes a game, you know, every night he's played 11 and 14 and 17, played 23, I think on Wednesday and the minutes have bounced around a little bit. And now the, the next step is for Reddish to really establish himself on this team as, as valuable. He needs to be able to do that too in, in, in much less playing time. And I think that's a completely different challenge. You have some interesting numbers about LeBron James and his fourth quarter play, Andy, that we are going to explore next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by FanDuel, and you can celebrate and enjoy this NFL season. Have fun with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 bucks in bonus bets. You get them back with any $5 money line winning bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets. If your team wins, you can use those bonus bets on spreads, on player props, over-unders, futures, all sorts of fun stuff. The app is Really easy to use. All those options right there at your fingertips. But of course, there are NBA props that you can bet on as well. The Lakers over under for wins this season, currently at 45.5. Last I checked, LeBron is 50 to 1 to win MVP. Anthony Davis, 31 to 1. Anthony Davis, 9 to 1 for Defensive Player of the Year. Christian Wood, 34 to 1 for Sixth Man of the Year. Rui and Gabe Vincent, 50 to 1. And maybe. I didn't see him before. He, perhaps he got added after the Clippers win in his play. Cam Reddish, 190 to 1 to win most improved player. Is it fandle.com slash locked on? Again, code locked on. Enjoy the NFL season with an offer you don't want to miss. Fandle, an official partner of the NFL. So, Andy, it's fair to say that the uh, opening night plan of we're going to pull back on LeBron's minutes here. We're going to be real careful and real strict about that. And he's going to be like, you know, 29, 32 or not. It's a long season. We've got a system in place that that lasted about another day <laughs> before the Lakers have been consistently blowing through that number and do 33, 34, 35, 42, as it was in the overtime game. The Lakers play two overtimes, which obviously doesn't I was going to say, to be fair, I don't think any of the planning, they were like, right, but I mean, like you take five minutes away from, from what he played last night. It's, on Wednesday, I should say, it's still 37. Still, but I don't, I don't think that part of the planning was he's going to average 28 to 30 and we're going to play two overtime games. No, no. <laughs> Point being... Um, Best laid plans of mice and men, right? You know, so um, the one thing I do think they have been able to do reasonably well is keep his run a little bit shorter early in games. Mm -hmm. You know, trim it here by a minute, a minute there, whatever. So wet when you need him late, and they have, um, he can go and and play longer longer stretches. But I I wonder too if the if the residual effect of that is that he is uh, has more in the tank for fourth quarters, regardless of minutes limits. Yeah, I, I took a look at LeBron's splits both across the game and particularly in the fourth quarter. 
The breakdown right now this season has been over five games. He's averaging 7.3 first quarter minutes, eight and a half second quarter, seven and a half third quarter, and then almost 10 and a half in the fourth quarter. And the first three quarters are about a minute less than last season, give or take. Mm -hmm. And this season in the fourth quarter has been about a minute more than last season. And it may not seem like much, but it can definitely add up. And again, acknowledging some of this has been necessity between the way the games have shaken out and who's been missing. LeBron's fourth quarter minutes, once you start breaking them down, again, 10.4 minutes per game in the fourth quarter, he's averaging 9.8 points per game on 69% shooting from the field, 44 from behind the arc. He's plus 6'2 and uh, plus minus, a net rating of 29.2 over those five games, an offensive rating of 124.3, defensive rating 95 So whether you think this is sustainable as a long-term plan for the next 77 games, however long they go in the playoffs, it is safe to say over the opening five games, yeah, it's working. I just, I mean, I know we talked about it for, for Thursday's show, but I just, this is not normal. Like this is really abnormal and it was there's a little bit of this with kobe too like where the where the it was so consistent for so long and the high performance where you almost become numb to it but we should not be numb to the idea that this guy has been doing this for 21 years and is still this good um it it is really cool to watch and maybe it's you know maybe it's because i'm old now too like as my son said yesterday, oh, so you guys are about the same age. I'm like, well, LeBron is a little bit younger than I am, but he's as close as I'm going to get at this point to anybody in the NBA who's, who's my age. Well, you're much closer in age than any logic ought to allow. Yes. Um, but like, it's funny, like you, if you cover sports for long enough, you go from that stretch where you are younger than some of the athletes where that you know when we first started there were athletes in locker rooms that were you know five years ten years older than me or whatever then you're kind of the same age as all of them and then it's like hey fish um, and then it's like you know and now now they're all you know two decades plus younger than i am it's like i could scarily easily be max christie's father <laughs> or jalen hood Shafino's father right and we and we know you're not because then they wouldn't have the the, the raw genetic material to uh be where they are uh, no disrespect but no i mean unless you know, unless their mother was like serena williams right. <laughs> their mother was yeah. like 11 foot four <laughs> they just split the difference between the two of you <laughs> very athletic so amazon. i always wanted to marry an amazon or whatever yeah. <laughs> that seinfeld i always wanted to, i wanted to have sex with a giant <laughs> that's what it was i wanted to have yeah. sex with a giant um so i just it, it it is kind of stunning the other thing that i found uh stunning in this i i don't know if we put this andy in the uh department of corrections and retractions <laughs> or other things um you mentioned jacob root before he tweeted out other people have been putting out some of these uh, early net ratings numbers. And as you know, Andy, uh, you and I very definitively noted that uh, LeBron and Davis and Wood as a threesome is just going to be something that wouldn't work. Plus 63.7 net rating in 44 minutes. Darwin, during uh, about four minutes of this game against the Clippers, just 
necessity being the mother of invention, you know, LeBron has to sit at some point. D'Lo has to sit at some point. He was playing A.D., Hayes, and Wood together, which sounds. <laughs> go back to that graphic, though, Andy. It was the, the the. I mean, it was only it was it was only four, four minutes. minutes, but one hundred and sixteen point seven. Here's why, what, here, it, why is Darwin too cowardly to play that all the time? I mean, here's the thing that jumps out at me as somebody who had been a skeptic of that working long term and. Obviously, five game sample size right. isn't a whole season. And there are certain teams that you just can't do it again. Well, that's what I was going to say. Where I think ultimately we are correct is that, for example, if you ran that lineup against the game that they just played against Sacramento, that lineup is not going to be able to keep up mm-hmm. with the guard and small wing speed that that team has. Or if you run that against the Warriors, it is simply too much guard-driven play for three guys at that size and you know the 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 relative speed that you would be lacking like it can't I don't think that can work but what I underestimated and these five games I think have reinforced I underestimated the amount of times where you might need to go big mm-hmm. where going big really would be at your advantage and then some of the ways that you can manipulate advantages or just try to offset disadvantages depending on who the other team has out there and who you can put alongside LeBron, AD, and Wood. You know, it's also worth noting that Rui missing a couple games and Vando having been unavailable entirely, some of these three big lineups, you might have had Vando in there, you might have had Rui in there, and you could have had certain amount of the same success, particularly with Vando. But nonetheless, we slash I underestimated, if nothing else, the opportunities where LeBron, AD, and Wood might actually need to be implemented, much Mm -hmm. less how feasible it could be. Well, I tell you the biggest thing that I think I whiffed on here, at least in the early going, in terms of my visual of what this could look like, what it would look like, is that Wood has just been way better defensively yeah. than in in my, you know, how this plays out movie kind Absolutely. of thing. I'm like, that to me is the biggest thing that, well, if I had known that Wood would look this good um, on that side of the ball um, and, and you know, they'd be able to keep their integrity and all that kind of stuff, I might have felt differently, um, but I didn't. Um, so... One of the things about this show, Andy, and people who have followed us, I was asked the other day, how long have you had a Lakers podcast? And, I, and I, my answer was uh, for longer than it's been fashionable. Like we were, we've were, we been podcasting before it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but like anybody who's followed podcasts for a long time will tell you, like we have our thoughts, we have our opinions and all that. But if, if we're wrong, we'll tell you that too. Um, yeah. and And happy to be, it's like, you know, New information, man. You reevaluate. So, uh, all very good signs for the Lakers that this Wood thing is working out so well. Uh, a very encouraging game from Cam Reddish that hopefully gets him uh, feeling a little bit more solidified in what he's doing with the team. Hopefully, a turnaround uh, that can be sustained from Austin Reeves, and he we can put this um, this storyline to bed, um, which would be phenomenal. Um, and if all of these things happen. You get Rui Hachimura back. You get Jared Vanderbilt back. Where all of a sudden the Lakers, who are off to a decent start, um, win Saturday or four and two. 
you haven't even been full strength, you can start getting pretty optimistic about what we're what we got going on here. So yep. uh, Lockdown Lakers on YouTube is where you go to see the show, hang out with 21 and a half thousand subscribers to the channel. Um, and we got weekend games, got a road trip coming up, so uh plenty to look forward to. We'll see everybody next time. <laughs>